This is Other Voices. We're listening to varied views from local people who might otherwise not be heard. I'm Melissa Hale Spencer, editor of the Altamont Enterprise, which focuses on Albany County, New York. I'm talking to Jason Brinkman, who grew up in Gilderland. He is now the general manager and vice president of the Albany Dutchman, one of 16 teams throughout New York State in the Perfect Game Baseball League. After being closed out last summer by pandemic restrictions, the team is moving to Dutchman Field at Roger Keenholtz Park in Kilderland this season. The home opener is Saturday, June 5th. College players from across the country, including from Vanderbilt, Louisville, and Ole Miss, converge for a summer season with, Brinkman says, the hopes and dreams of being drafted by Major League Baseball. Tell us, Jason, what is coming to Gilderland on June 5th. Yes, absolutely, Melissa. Thanks for having me this morning. Um, I, I'm ecstatic uh, that that we're going to be able to, to have the Albany Dutchman uh, baseball team play over at, uh, at Dutchman Field at Keenholz Park in Gilderland this summer. Um, it, it's... Uh, I'm thrilled. I mean, the, the facility over there is fantastic. It's a great place to, to watch a ball game and uh, can't wait to get started over there in just a few weeks. So tell us who the Albany Dutchmen are and a little bit about the Perfect Game Collegiate Baseball League. Sure. So the, the Albany Dutchmen are a, a summer collegiate baseball team. We've got, you know, the guys that, that are on our roster are our top collegiate players from all over the country. Uh, as well as some some locally based players, but you know we'll we'll be having guys come in this summer from top twenty five ranked teams. Um, you know Vanderbilt, Louisville, Old Miss, uh, quite a few other recognizable Division one names. Um, and, and all the players that play with us are, are are doing so so that with the with the hopes and dreams of, of becoming professional baseball players and and getting drafted uh, by Major League Baseball. So. They come straight to us uh, at the end of their college seasons. We play a 48-game schedule during June and July, which emulates more of a uh, you know professional type of schedule where they're they're playing games almost every day. And you know we we treat all of our operations are similar to minor league baseball. You know we have all sorts of um, you know fun entertainment and promotions at, at the games. So it's even more than just, uh, you know, coming out to the ballpark and watching baseball. We, you know, have, have all sorts of activities, you know, for both kids and, and adults alike and um, just try to make it a, a fun atmosphere at the ballpark. Um, as far as the, uh, the Perfect Game Collegiate League goes, that's the, uh, the league that, that we play in. Um, Perfect Game is the, the international leader in, in scouting uh, and recruiting services uh, for, for baseball at, at all levels. Uh, so we were able to partner with them uh, a few years ago um, to create this league. And um, they've been great partners for us and, uh, you know, been able to, to have a lot of players both on our, our team and other teams in the league get, get drafted. Um, so it's been a great relationship. And, and this year we've actually added a few teams into the league We're we're at a total of 16 teams throughout New York state. Um, but also picked up uh, a couple of former, uh, New York Penn league teams in, in Auburn and Batavia. So it's really great to add those teams into the fold and, and have those ballparks and stadiums, you know, be in the mix. So 
We're uh, we're excited. We're excited to get going here back uh, in 2021, back to a full regular uh, normal uh, season. So you had last year just canceled because of the COVID restrictions. Is that right? We did. Yeah. The, uh, the, the league unfortunately had to, uh, had to cancel the, the season. Um, you know, some teams did, did some individual things and, and created some pop-up leagues and, and, uh, whatnot. But, uh, but as a whole, yeah, the, the league unfortunately had to, had to push the pause button for, for last summer, but, uh, but we're ready to go again here. Yeah. And I think fans will be ready to go too, because they were frustrated yeah. not being able to watch games. So tell us what made you choose Keenholz Park in Gilderland? Why, what led you here? Well, we've always had a great relationship with Gilderland baseball and softball over the years. And, um, you know, we knew that they, they had this, this facility. I mean, it's really just a hidden gem, um, uh, kind of tucked away over at, at Keenholz Park, uh, you know, above some of the, uh, you know, the other uh, baseball and softball fields. And, and um, it's just a phenomenal facility. I mean, you, you get back there and, and um, you know, the ballpark has lights, which is great. So we can play night games, but, you know, just, just the setup of it, um, you know, they've got it, brand new chair back seating but there's also areas where we can you know have picnic tables and and um you know grassy areas where, where you know fans can bring blankets and, and chairs um and then just everything else i mean the you know concessions and, and uh and press box are all centrally located and and the amenities are, are great over there and it's just, you know, it's a community that, that has really supported us over the years, regardless of, of where, you know, we played in the Capital District. And, you know, we're just excited to, to get back to Gilderland. And, and, you know, I know that I'm personally excited because I, I grew up in Gilderland. So to be able to get back to my hometown and, and um, you know, bring the team there is just, you know, really exciting. Well, tell us a little about yourself growing up in Gilderland. Did you play sports at the high school? I did. Yeah, I, I was um, when I, not, not baseball. Unfortunately, I think the extent of my baseball career was uh, was Little League. But uh, but beyond that, yeah, I played uh, I played golf and, and hockey uh, in high school, some soccer and basketball uh, earlier on. But uh, but golf and hockey were my two uh, my two main sports. Um, but yeah, went to went to Gilderland High School and and um, you know went went away to University of Michigan uh, for college after that, and then you know made my way back to the the Capital District after that, and and uh, have been in uh, Saratoga Springs ever since. And I see you were the student manager at the University of Michigan of their baseball team. So just tell us a little about what it is like because you're the manager of this team as well as the vice president. And I saw online you have a huge long list of duties, corporate sales, marketing, (laughs) coaching staff, interns. I'd love to hear about any of them. Um, What like tell us about what your duties are, what kinds of things you do. Absolutely. Well, it's, uh, as you mentioned, it's, it's, I kind of wear a lot of hats. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really everything. I mean, there's, there's just a lot that goes on, um, during the off season to be able to prepare for, for each season, even though it's only, you know, two months long. Um, but there's just a lot of things to get done in, in the off season. And, uh, 
you know, I mean, we're, we're a smaller operation. So, um, you know, I do have a, have a hand in, in quite a few things, whether it be, you know, marketing or, or, um, you know, concessions or merchandise or ticketing or, um, you know, bringing on interns and working with them. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of all inclusive, but that's also what I enjoy about it is it's, you know, there's never the, the same thing going on every day. There's always a lot of moving pieces, um, which keeps it exciting. Yeah. So just let's unpack some of these things that you're in charge of and that people, if they go to these games, might want to know. You've mentioned that there are a lot of special events. Like what might someone that decides to see see a game anticipate coming across when they when they show up at Keenholtz Park? Sure. So we do, uh, you know, right off the bat, I mean, we do uh, right off the bat, <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no baseball pun intended there. Okay. But, um, but, but no. I mean, we do all sorts of uh, in-game promotions between innings. So, you know, if you come out to a game, you can expect to see, you know, between every single inning, we'll have some type of, uh, you know, on-field uh, game or promotion. Uh, we do lots of, of giveaways, whether that be a, you know a ballpark uh, you know giveaway where every fan in the ballpark gets something, or we'll you know give away larger prizes throughout the game. Um, you know, we just do all sorts of fun activities, and, and you know that we keep the energy level high with with music and and um, you know it's just we just try to keep it a, a you know family friendly fun environment is really our our motto that we got to stick by and um you know so it's not you know we, we we put a good baseball product on the field but you know there's there's other things that that you can come to the game and, and enjoy even if you know you may not be the, the biggest baseball fan yeah i see you started something called the baseball buddies program what is that about yeah so we, we we've got a fantastic program uh baseball buddies that's uh that's sponsored by uh, Capital District Bone and Joint Center. And uh, what that allows us to do is invite um, a couple of uh, little league or softball teams out to every home game where the, the kids will come you know, about an hour prior to first pitch and they'll, they'll get an opportunity to come out on the field, uh, get autographs with all of our players, play catch on the field with our guys. And then, um, for the national anthem, they'll actually they'll, in player introductions they'll get introduced with the players and get to run out onto the field and, and stand at their positions uh, for the singing of the national anthem. Oh so, wow! I bet yeah, they love that. Really yeah, fun. yeah, that's yeah, neat. Yeah, the, the kids love it, and uh, it, it's been a huge hit over the years. And we're going to continue to do that this summer. And um, yeah, it's it, it's just a, a really fun fun opportunity for the kids to get to do. And tell us a little about the food and beverage operation. And before we got started with the podcast, I think you mentioned that your father, Bill Brinkman, who's well known in the community, is going to volunteer at the grill. Is that right? Just tell us what people might expect to to find in the way of food and beverages. Yes. Well, well, don't you know, don't be mistaken. Just because he's a, my father and a volunteer, he's, he's a, a mean uh mean grill master uh flipping burgers and and dogs and uh but yeah he's uh he's our, our head chef and and um specialty grill master but uh but he puts out some great food and and you know we always we really try to offer a quality 
concession uh, product, um, you know, on a nightly basis. And, and, you know, we have our staple, you know, menu items with, uh, you know, third pound sirloin burgers and, and grilled chicken and, and um, you know, some, some nicer items. But we also do, you know, specialty um, meal deals, uh, you know, every night, whether it be, you know, pulled pork or, uh, you know, sausage and peppers. Um, there, there's quite a few different things that, that we offer. But, you know, we try to make sure that we're, you know, when you come out to the ballpark, you're going to get some, some good food uh, at an affordable price. So how do people get tickets if they want to go see a game? How do they access those? So we're, we're going live uh, tomorrow, actually, uh, on our website, uh, DutchmanBaseball.com. And you can go right on there and, and purchase uh, tickets for either individual games or for uh, season tickets. And we'll be offering uh, a variety of options. We've got general admission, which uh, which will allow you to, to come to the park and, and bring, you know, chairs or blankets and, you know, kind of have your own uh, setup. We'll, we'll also offer uh, chair back seating where you'll actually have a, you know, a seat. Um, and then we'll have picnic tables that will seat up to, to eight people that, that you're able to reserve for the entire game. Um, and then we'll also have a, uh, we've got the, the way that the ballpark is set up. We, we've got a, a, a VIP suite, um, that can accommodate up to 10 people. Um, it's got air conditioning and, and can be rented out also on a, on an individual or, or season long basis. Wow. So how do COVID restrictions play into this? I know they're changing constantly, <laughs> but, um, is just could you kind of outline where they are right now in terms of people coming to see a game? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're still working through some of those protocols and are a little bit hesitant to, you know, to commit to to you know one thing or another too too soon as as things continue to to change and develop. Um, we we did have a, a league conference call actually this morning, and and we do those. Uh, a couple times a week um, just to, to get everybody, you know, updated and, and, and um, you know, on the same page as far as uh, COVID protocols go. You know, right now we can, we can do a couple of things, either operate at, at a third capacity um, with, with anyone allowed to be in, ten, in attendance as long as social distancing is maintained. Uh, we can also uh, have full uh, attendance if, you know, everyone in the ballpark is, you know, provides their, their vaccination uh, proof. Um, or we can do a hybrid model where, you know, part of the ballpark is at 100% capacity for, for those that are vaccinated. And then another portion of the ballpark that's at 33% capacity for those that are unvaccinated. So, you know, we're going to start to, uh, you know, to sell tickets and, um, you know, do so at, at the 33% level and continue to, you know, to, to follow the, the protocols and, and see what unfolds here within the coming weeks. Um, and we're hopeful that the, uh, you know, the, the capacity limitations will continue to, to increase as we get closer to the season. Yeah, it seems to be heading in the right direction, but it must be kind of a logistical nightmare for you to have to keep, you know, dealing with the different options as they unfold. So 
let's hear a little about the players themselves and what it's like to build a team. You've got top players from colleges across the country, but they're coming together rather quickly to make a team. They're coached by Nick Davey. Maybe you could tell us a little about him. And I see he's been with the team a long time, but also just, you know, how is camaraderie built? How how do you get these diverse players from you know, separate coaching traditions and teams to quickly come together for a summer season. Yeah. So coach Davey is fantastic. I mean, he is just unbelievable. Um, you know, the, the, the job that he's done for, for this team over the years, I mean, he and I have, have both worked with the Dutchman uh, for, for the past decade or so. And, um, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about him and, and what he does for the players. And, and um, he is a, a true, you know, players coach. He, um, you know, he, he has their, their respect as both a friend and a mentor and um, just does a great job both, both on and off the field, you know, managing these guys and, um, and, you know, making sure that they go back, you know, at the end of their summers to their to their programs and, and back to their lives as both better baseball players, but also, you know, better young men. So, you know, as far as the, uh, you know, putting the team together, um, you know, he works closely with uh, with our assistant general manager, uh, Eric Samolsky, um, you know, communicating with, uh, with college coaches from across the country. Um, to, to put the team together and the way that it kind of unfolds is, is, you know, essentially as soon as each season is over the process to, to start to build the roster for the next season begins. And we'll typically have a, a roster fully in place by October of each year. And that really just comes to fruition by, you know, working with those college coaches, building those relationships, um, and putting together a, a roster and then, you know, the, the guys will play their, their collegiate seasons. And for the most part, you know, they'll, they'll play their conference tournaments. And, um, you know, if they unfortunately don't make the NCAA tournament and they'll come right with us within a day or two after completing their seasons. Um, and then if they are in the NCAA tournament or, you know, play beyond that, that final weekend, they will, uh, they'll come to us a little bit later. But it happens. It all happens very, very quickly. The guys will arrive to us. We'll have, you know, maybe have a day or two of practice, and then games will start immediately. So, you know, it's a, it's a very quick process. And, um, but you know, they, they come together pretty, uh, pretty quickly, and and um, you know, it all happens fast. Yeah. So where do they stay when they're? Do they? have hotels set aside or how, where, where, how are they accommodated the players? No, they, they actually all stay with host families. So we've got an incredible uh, host family program. Um, our host family coordinator, Lindsay Mooney has, has just been fantastic over the last few years. And, and um, the host families that participate are just, uh, just incredible. I mean, we, we could not do what we do without the help of our, our host families. And it's just, it's such a cool uh, experience. I mean, they, they have a blast with it. The, the players enjoy it. Um, you know, it's really like you've got, you know, a new member of your family for, for the summer. And the bonds that a lot of these, these people create, uh, you know, last for a lifetime. I mean, the, the stories that I hear after, you know, 
families host players about, you know, taking their, like literally taking their vacations to go watch their, you know, watch their players in the, in the wintertime play their collegiate seasons or, you know, go to their weddings or, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, they, you know, they stay in touch for, for, you know, long after. And it's just, it's just a really fun experience for, for everybody that's, that's been involved. And um, so, and I, and I would be remiss if I didn't uh, take the, the chance to mention that we are still looking for, for a couple of host families um, for the upcoming summer. So if anybody is, is interested in hosting a player and, and wanted to, you know, learn more, um, would certainly encourage them to reach out to myself or, or Lindsay and, and um, you know, more information and, and contact that can also be found on our, our website, DutchmanBaseball.com. So if there are Gilderland families listening, you're still looking for people to host. And I'm assuming this is not, you know, not paid for. It's a volunteer thing that you do because you love baseball and you want to be part of it. Yeah. Is that right? And so they would just go yeah. to your website and... Um, find out more there is that the is that the gist yeah absolutely i mean mo- most of our our families you know i would say uh, you know have kids and, and just just love having the opportunity to have a you know a a, a player you know kind of be being there as a as a mentor a role model a, a coach um you know, maybe a, a day laborer chipping in on some dark yard work uh, <laughs> once in a while. But, um, but yeah, you know, if anybody is, is interested, uh, certainly, you know, hop on our website. There, there's contact information on there and, and uh, you know, reach out and let us know. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's easy. You don't, you really don't have to have much, um, you know, besides a, a bed for the, you know, for the player to, to sleep in. And, um you know, it, it's, it's just a, it's a fun experience if you can do it. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm glad we happened upon that. So, um, in passing, you mentioned that Eric Samolski is the assistant general manager and works with Nick Davey. And is he the son of the owner of the team? Is he, is that, is that the connection there? He's the son of Paul Samolski? He is, yeah. Yeah. So, yep. just tell so, us a little about the owner, because I was looking up online, and he just sounds like a fascinating guy, uh, Paul Samolski. <laughs> just kind of tell us a little yeah. about him. Yeah, he he is um, absolutely. Yeah, Paul and um, and Alan Bignell are are you know two of the owners of, of the team, and, and um, you know just as a, a quick little backstory, you know the reason why they started this this team was because both of their sons, um, Eric being one of them, um, you know, both played collegiate baseball, uh, out in Texas and, you know, played summer collegiate baseball as well. And, you know, unfortunately they, they didn't have the, the greatest of experiences with, with some of their, you know, their, their summer ball that they had played at various locations throughout the country. And Paul and Alan, you know, just decided that they wanted to, to be able to provide a, an opportunity for, for players to, to have a, a place where, you know, both they and their, their families felt comfortable knowing that, that their sons would be going to a, you know, to a great opportunity, you know, have, have great surroundings, have, you know, good, just a, just a great experience overall. So that, that's why they started the team. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you touch on, on Paul's background, um, he's, yeah, he, he has quite, quite the interesting, uh, resume. I mean, he, uh, 
was the uh, the creator of uh, some some pretty popular video games, uh, Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam. Um, he uh, actually, if you if you unlock the uh, the the secret, the best secret player in NBA Jam, it's actually uh, his son Eric. There's a a picture. He, he's like a little kid in the video game called Little E. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> that pops up. So that's uh, you know kind of a neat little little side story but uh but yeah and then he he was was involved in uh the launch of a a number of toy lines um he was formerly the road manager of the rolling stones um he he was the the vice president of uh, new york waterways which you know controlled all the uh the, the water transportation down in new york city so you know now he's he's very actively involved in the in the business community and and um I believe on the, on the tours and board for Brooklyn. So, you know, he's, uh, yeah, he's got quite the, uh, quite the intriguing, uh, resume and is just a, you know, he, he's great. He, uh, he comes up for, for almost every home game and is, you know, actively involved and, and just, you know, loves to, to be a part of it. And, um, you know, I know that he's really excited about us being able to, to get over to Gildo in the summer as well. Great. Well, you mentioned early on that, Lots of these players, their hopes and dreams is major league. Can you just tell us about some that have made it, um, you know, through through this program, have actually actually done what they hoped and dreamed for? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as a whole, uh, we've had upwards of 40 players from the Dutchman uh, get drafted by, by Major League Baseball. Um, this upcoming draft, we, we expect, you know, depending on how many rounds that they're actually going to have, um, we expect to, to have, uh, at least a handful of guys get drafted. We've got, um, former player, Luke Murphy, um, that's at Vanderbilt right now that, that could be a, a top five or top 10 round, uh, draft pick th- this upcoming summer, um, but as a league, I mean, uh, on a year-in, year-out basis, I mean, we have somewhere between 120 to 150 players that are that are, you know, typically drafted each year. Um, we just had a, uh, a former player in the league, um, John Means, uh, threw a, a, a no-hitter for the Orioles uh, last week in Major League Baseball. Uh, he was a former player of the Mohawk Valley Diamond Dogs, so it was exciting to see that. Um, you know, we've got about a, a dozen former players that are that are currently playing in the major leagues, and, and um, you know, hope to have some more this this upcoming summer as well. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really high level, uh, competitive level of of baseball, and it's all guys that that you know are are looking to be drafted, and that's really why they come play with us. And, and there's you know lots of scouts that that come to to games to you know to actually see them. It's 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 almost like a, a summer all-star team um, for those, you know, those top collegiate ball players to, to get together and play against each other and, uh, you know, really showcase their talents. Yeah, it sounds amazing. So for the real baseball fanatics, they will be able to kind of be in on the ground floor watching some of these you know, future great players, but just tell us what kind of an everyday person that doesn't know a lot about baseball <laughs> might get from the experience of going to one of these games at Keenholz Park on Dutchman Field this summer. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, 
you know, like I said, I mean, the, the level of baseball is going to be high, but, but you don't necessarily have to be a, a baseball fan to enjoy coming out to a, to a game. It's just, you know, it's going to be so nice for, for people to be able to get back to, you know, as the, the light at the end of the, the COVID tunnel seems to finally be here, um, you know, just to get out and, and, you know, have a nice night out with, with family and friends and have that social experience and, and, um, you know, have fun with the, with the promotions and the, the atmosphere and, you know, have a good meal and, um, you know, and even, you know, throughout the game, I mean, our players like to interact with the fans, um, you know, so we'll have them in the, in the crowd sometimes, you know, interacting with, with, with people as far as, you know, our promotions go. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just a, a nice fun opportunity for, for a night out, you know, in, in the summertime to just, you know, come over to the ballpark, relax, hang out and just, you know, take it all in. Okay. Well, that kind of wraps up our half hour. I don't know if you have any closing thoughts either about yourself. I meant to ask you about the fact that you're part of a horse racing ownership group, but I never got to that question. But if you have any, um, you know, closing thoughts about yourself or about the team or about being here in Gilderland starting the season, um, we'd love to hear that as we fade away. Sure. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll touch, you know, quickly on the, on the horse racing uh, thing that you mentioned. So yeah, I, I started a, a horse racing stable with, uh, with another uh, owner in the, in the league of the, uh, he's the owner of the, uh, the Amsterdam Mohawks in our league. And, and uh, we started a horse racing stable two years ago by the name of America's pastime stables. Um, so we, we tied in the, the baseball theme and our, uh, our, our jockey silks when we race are, are actually baseball themed and have a baseball right in the, uh, the middle of the, the jockey silks. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've, <laughs> we've got about, uh, 22, uh, racehorses now and, and also have, uh, a, a breeding operation. Um, so we've, uh, we've really built up over the last couple of years. We've got about 130, uh, owners that, that work with us and we're able to get five, uh, five winners at Saratoga last, uh, last summer. And, and, um, you know, hopefully we'll get some more this summer. And, um, but yeah, so that's been a, been a fun, uh, you know, side hobby, uh, along with, uh, with baseball and, um, you know, but beyond that, you know, I, I just, I, I'm thrilled to be able to, you know, to have baseball back and, and really just get back to, you know, what we're used to, to doing. And and I know that everyone feels the same way. Um, you know, just having a little bit more sense of normalcy. And, um, although there's a lot to do between now and, uh, in opening day, which, uh, you know, for us over at Gilderland will be Saturday, June 5th, uh, five o'clock, we'll be playing a double header, um, which will be an exciting way to, to open up the season at home. Um, you know, but again, just just really looking forward to getting back in in, in the Gilderland community, and um, you know, giving back to just all the kids that are that are in that uh, in that baseball and softball program over there. And um, yeah, I, I think it's just going to be an exciting summer for everybody. 